Hello and welcome to the show. So these days, almost every media company works with centralized storage. And that's the subject for today. So we're delighted to welcome Dirk Tomitsek from Rodensports onto the show. Hi, Dirk. Good to see you. Thanks for joining us. Hi, nice to see you. Nice to meet you. So Dirk, let's begin with asking a, a very simple question, really. Um, what is the significance of central storage in post-production? Well, as you said, almost every media company works with central storage. Um, to generate and to secure their income, content is created by processing the data. I mean, color grading or mastering, for example. Now you could say storage has no impact or influence on these primary applications, say editing, but it supports these applications being like the core of the central nervous system that connects all the components and enables collaborative work at high speeds and efficiencies. And so what have you identified, what has Rodensworth identified as the main requirements for this type of storage? Right. Asset availability and economic efficiency, I would say. Being able to access okay. data anytime and anywhere at the highest possible efficiencies has become essential in recent times. So, Dirk, can you be more specific about asset availability? I mean, is it to do with where it's stored, ease of access or, or something else? Well, sure. Um, asset, availability, um, asset availability includes housekeeping of data, security management, ensuring the performance and third-party storage integration. Now, take third-party storage integration. When you think about certain workflows like asset acquisition, cross-regional exchange of data or archiving, it is obvious that a variety of different storages are always involved, right? Usually it's quite difficult to handle all these dif different types and classes. Um, artists are usually neither paid to deal with uh, these technologies such as USB, fiber channel, NAS or cloud. It is expected that data can be moved back and forth in between these repositories without significant effort. Yes, yeah, so actually the big question, the big, the big topic, cloud, you mentioned cloud there. What's your approach, what's Roden Schwartz's approach towards cloud and how do you make it how do you make it happen well we do believe in hybrid storage where one or more locations have um, storage on-premise and cloud storage is used for additional processing data exchange or maybe archiving spicer node which is our storage platform integrates any cloud storage in storage in such a way that it appears as a simple folder within the file system and can be used exactly in this way um, through our special implementation, it is even possible to ingest or transcode directly into this folder. Uh, the files are immediately uploaded to the cloud and synchronized with any other storage in any other location. This way, remote and cloud workflows suddenly become very easy to use directly from an on-premise Spicer Node storage. So how exactly is Spicer Node economically efficient? Well, there are quite a few factors, um, starting with a superior carbon footprint through integrated no single point of failure architectures or uncompromising scalability, just to name a few here. Many storage systems are known for the fact that redundancy or even functionality can only be established above a certain entry level, uh, or that smaller entry level systems are not compatible with high-end devices. Spicer Node, on the other hand, allows unlimited scaling from the first device, so our customers can grow their storage without ever wasting a single investment. 
I've got a, I've got a little question here, which probably irritatingly is a little bit of a how long's a piece of string. But let's say I'm a I'm a, a broadcaster or a news company with with a with with a lot of people around, even around the globe or around the country. I want to implement yeah. this. I want to change what I'm doing now. I want to get into the you know 21st century with this. How involved is and how much time is 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 involved in 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 transferring my existing you know depending on what I've got, but you know how involved is the process of of of, of implementing a Spicer node setup on my my station? Well, um, one of the advantages in Spicer Node is that it can connect similar, similar as the cloud functionality to any other storage. So it can assimilate, if you will, um, third-party storages. And then you can uh, work through our file system, work through our storage with your existing storage or offload the data if you want to retire it or just use it until it goes end of yeah. life. So quite straightforward, I would say. Mm. And yeah, things yeah. like um, security and, and all that sort of stuff, which I guess a lot of the time you take for granted these days, um, Spicer Node has all that covered. Well, it does. Um, obviously, security starts um, with the people working uh, uh, in a facility, and then you have your apparatus room locked down. Um, all that encryption and, and transfer, uh, uh, encrypted transfer, obviously, is included in Spicer Node, yes. Yeah. Absolutely, no, fascinating. Good to good to hear about it. I'm sure we'll be learning more. I'm sure there'll be more for people to find out on road-swartz.com. So thank you, Dirk, for coming in and speaking with us. And of course, thank you to Media Proxy for their ongoing support of Kit Plus TV. Thank you all for watching, and we'll see you next time.